Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to the Podski. I am your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker. It is day three of the WrestleMersion, WrestleMania week with Justin Andretti all over his tan. We should insert uh, big or Montgomery Gentry's My Town into here. <laughs> it's my town, man. Oh, God. Go for it. Go for it, man. <laughs> It is right now 2.38 in the morning. <laughs> Technically 5.38. We just we just got back from the last show. Yeah. And they all ran on time today. They actually were all on time. And it was just remarkable for the Ukrainian Center because they ran those GCW shows all day. Yeah. Back to back. So They were awesome. Unlike Pandemonium, that was an hour and a half late last yes. night. Yeah. The, today's uh, shows were a, a very large improvement from yesterday's. Not saying that because Pandemonium was bad, but Relentless was a train wreck at points. And uh, we actually got confirmation for that while we were sitting there before we even the show even started. It was Santino this morning, we were, right? Yeah, we were sitting at Santino Bros. And we had just gotten to our seats in the same... It was like the same crew that was working that show. Dude, those guys were on their feet all day today, dude. Yeah. Those guys that were working secu- security were literally on their feet for... Yeah, fourteen hours. Yeah, and they were standing there. Yes, last night too. It's crazy. The uh, the guy that was working the ring, um, he would like uh, move you out of your seat if they were gonna do a dive out onto the floor or anything like that, so that you wouldn't get hit. And somebody was asking him how were the shows last night, and they were like, "Ooh, how was Relentless?" Because it had a really good card, and he was like, mm, eh. "Yeah." Like in his face, he was like, it, "He was like, it was, it was all right." Well, they had a they had a, a a shocking reveal at that relentless show, and the, the shocking reveal was that Hoovy never showed. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of coming out, instead of, instead of hitting the music, and a big star comes out, they didn't hit any music because no one came out. Yeah. And that guy didn't even know. Yeah. He, he was like, "Wait, what do you mean? Like they had Hoovintu Guerrera announced? They didn't like, even yeah, know, they dude. literally announced twice, it. dude. Twice. Yeah. Yes. They announced it twice. Yeah. They posted the graphic." And then uh, later on, they posted yeah. the card about who was going to show up and Hoovy's name was on it. Yeah. Oh, my. Still nothing posted from them as far as I can tell about, hey, sorry, Hoover 2 didn't show up. Whatever. Yeah. Enjoy your trip back to Spokane. <laughs> Go watch Vision, Vision Quest 100 more times and get, get <laughs> inspiration to do a fucking wrestling promotion from watching in, what, high school wrestling. <laughs> Hashtag Matthew Modine. <laughs> uh, Spokane's not a bad town. Never been. It's not bad. Um, but yeah, we went to all. We went to four shows today. Today was supposed to be our big, sh- our big show day. We did Santino Bros. Um, wrestling, which was part of the GCW Collective. That was the very first show of their whole deal. Uh, then we went to the March Hitch- Mark Hitchcock Memorial. Super Show, which was part of WrestleCon. That was supposed to be WrestleCon's very big show. And I can't wait to talk about that show. Sure, sure. Uh, then we stayed in the same building and went to the Impact versus New Japan Multiverse United show. And that show was fantastic as well. Uh, and then we followed it up uh, a couple, like literally 30 minutes ago, not even, uh, at back at GCW. 
for the culture. And that was a nice little nightcap show. Nice little nightcap, yeah, for sure. Good little nightcap. But um, we have some sad news to report. We have been teasing this show that we were going to attend. That we were supposed to attend it tomorrow night at 8. WrestleMania 3. Um, wrestling Pro Wrestling Show is supposed to be the Pop-Tart Man, the Sasquatch. Terry the S- Gordy. Terry Gordy, who is literally a guy named Terry, but dressed as a gourd. <laughs> yeah. Um, we realized today that they moved the date for the show, and we paid way more money, and there was a way better card for the New Japan show. Sure. So we decided to... Um, we, we couldn't go. So since they moved the date and they didn't say anything... Um, couldn't go. So we ended but, up actually, yeah, they, they, they actually gave us our money back very quickly with no hassle, like literally very quickly, zero hassle. So good on them for that. And I hope the show went well. I really do. Seriously. I, they, yeah. they, they sold out, right? Didn't they say that they sold the show out? So yeah, they sold then, out. Okay. Good for them. Yeah. And cause we really, really, really wanted to go to that show. We'll catch them. We'll catch them sometime. Yeah. Um, but you also have an update. I do have an update. Let's hear this big update. I have an update that we forgot to talk about last night because we were so damn tired yes. when, we were, when we were recording. So I don't I got, know how I felt more tired last night than what I do right now. Because I don't feel nearly as tired as what I do. Well, I think getting the food before the for the culture show was a game changer for me. Because yeah. I was getting, I was running, I was running on empty there. Yeah, and then that's we true. we ran that's and got true. food real quick, and then then I was like, okay, I'm good for the show. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, got a McDonald's app update. Um. Been talking about the McDonald's app here, you know, this is probably the fourth or fifth time I brought this up. Um, I'm embarrassed to say that this is what happened, but uh, you know, it's been what two days now, and I I left that left that promo voicemail for McDonald's customer service. Um, shockingly, they have not returned my call, even though it's been it's been business days. Um, they have not called me back. But anyway, um, I did what all people um, who were Losing their losing their their faculties, <laughs> and <laughs> losing their faculties does, which is, I called IT and I bitched <laughs> instead of just unplugging it and plugging it back in. <laughs> so for forty five minutes of my life, I was very angry at McDonald's when I should have just tried to delete the app mm-hmm. and reinstall the app. Yeah. I told um, you to do that. You want to know what's even even worse? Instead of doing that, I turned my phone off. Oh no! And turned my phone back on. Uh huh. Thinking that would clear the error. No. And it did not. Yeah, you got to clear, clear the app. So okay. last night when we were laying here, you were you were you know you were sleeping to bed in your bed, and I was over in mine, and uh, um, I was like, you know what? I'm just maybe I should just delete the app and reinstall it. Yeah. And I'll be damned if that didn't work. <laughs> and I sat there like, yeah, I'm a, oh god, I'm an idiot for doing that. Man, I was embarrassed for that. And now everything's good, and I can order my food, and there's no issue. Yeah. So, uh, it's just a stupid guy, man. Just a stupid, a stupid idiot old man that <laughs> did, did did called customer service yeah. to complain <laughs> instead of just doing what every IT person in the world would have said to do: unplug it, plug it back in, tell me if it's if it's still doing the same thing. Yep. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so now we're good. And I'm back on the McDonald's bandwagon. So everything's good. Yeah. 
They were out for two days. They were they're, out. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. back now. Yeah, they were they were on a shit list there for two days, but now uh, now they're back. They're back on the good list. They're, get, they're getting a push again. They're going to get a push. Oh, that's perfect. So you're booking like Vince McMahon again. I am booking like Vince McMahon again. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also had uh, a little bit of news as well. Uh, yeah, we do. You talk about the AEW thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you 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 saw you found the post tonight that. Uh, that Tony Khan mentioned he was open to working with uh, with stardom, you know, and I think that um, initially I was like, oh, that's a re- that's a really positive thing. I think that would be really good, you know, for them because stardom is excellent. Yeah, they're really fun shows. Everything about it's great. Um, and then I got to thinking about that a little bit, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if Tony Khan has ever seen a stardom show. Yeah, because he better be prepared for what's about to happen. Yeah, when stardom, all the talent in stardom shows you that 90% of your women's division isn't very good. Yeah. And you're going to look like an idiot. <laughs> All those girls are going to murder <laughs> women that are in your division. Now, look, there's people in, in the AEW women's division that are the best in the world at what they do. There's some of them that are fantastic. But I, I've complained a lot about this over you know the last couple months. There's no depth in that yeah. division. They've got a very real lack of depth. And... Yeah. Those girls of stardom are gonna run over them, dude. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna. There's a possibility that they're gonna make those girls look bad. I'm telling you right now. You I mean, put, they don't even need any help to look bad. There's, there are a couple girls in stardom, a couple women. I, I don't know. I don't know why I call them girls. They're definitely women at this point. Obviously, they're they're 30 years old. But um, there's a couple women in stardom that are that are just outrageously talented, and they lay their shit in, and they're violent, and they're physical. And they're really good at what they do, and it's not AEW wrestling, mm-hmm. to say the least. Like Jamie Hader's physical; she's really she's strong, she's really good, she's great, right? She's she's yeah. somebody that can hang with anybody. Mm-hmm. But there's when you get below a couple of those people at the top, we're talking about just a, a big gap, a big a big gap. Big so gap. if you've got if you've got Hader and Baker and um, Statlander would be fine too. If you've got if you've got those people, Tony Storm will be fine. We'll be fine working with her. She she was in stardom. Um so she'll she'll be fine working with with them too, but you know, after you get by some of them, there's a big there's a big drop off at the AEW women's division, man. Mm-hmm. And like I love Jade Cargill, but she's not she's not there. She get eaten alive. She's not there yet, you know, but or she'll end up hurting somebody. I mean, look, unless unless this can just in, increase the visibility for stardom in the U.S., and I'm, and I'm all for that. I'm yeah. all for it. If we can get if we can get those those women to make more money mm-hmm. in their own promotion back home by having a having a, a an international reach, then then let's do it. But Absolutely. I think people are going to be like these girls are legit and they're really good at what they do. And in some of these people that we've been paying mm-hmm. for a couple of years in AEW. That have not gotten any better, yeah, are probably going to get exposed. And I don't want to name names now, but you can probably read between the lines by who I'm talking about. Some of those people, you know, whoever whoever's in your mind right now, you're probably right, you know. But there's people that have just not gotten much better over the course of time in AEW, and they're not. It's not going to look good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in the other news cycle, Mattel did the reveals today uh, for all of their figures that we're going to end up seeing when we do. Uh, end up going to the convention center for this at the superstore. The notable thing out of this was the Undertaker gobbledygooker ultimate. It looks so good. Two pack. It looks so good. It's so cool. We've been people have been begging for that set 
for literal years. Yeah. And they're finally getting it. So Hector Guerrero was the gobbledygooker, Eddie's uncle. So we're finally getting the Hector Guerrero figure. Oh, finally. So now you can buy it. Is that <laughs> now, I, now I got to buy it. Yeah. As, as a character completist, I've got to get a Hector Guerrero figure. <laughs> and the only one available to me is the gobbledygooker. <laughs> Hopefully it's an ultimate. It, it is. Oh, my God. It's an ultimate two-pack. And it's even got the Survivor Series 1990 poster. That's like, so that's awesome, like, man. Like the the. The artwork on the box is exactly like it's that so poster. Awesome. That's it so is, great. It is awesome. I hope Hector Guerrero's family's getting getting the royalties for that. that I be, really do. That would be nice. I'm the I'm not gonna be getting it though. I I will report that I won't be getting it. I don't have any room for an Undertaker gobbledygooker. Yeah. It, it is fantastic though. If I had room for it and I collected that, I would absolutely do it. But I just don't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they showed a lot of figures that we'll probably show off uh, on the socials this week when we get down there. So, um, yeah, some of those are awesome. Uh, you know, honestly, so man, good. everything that they showed looked great. Yeah, everything they posted today looked really good. Everything. And, and great. Nor- normally, there's stuff in there where you, you you go through it and you pick out kind of oh this looks great. Some of these don't look they're un- unnecessary, but everything they posted looked really good. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed everything that I saw today. So, I did not know they were doing a Greg the Hammer Valentine. Rhythm and Blues Elite. And I had yeah. no idea that was coming out. And you're going to want that one. I'm probably going to sure. end up having to get that one. Yeah, probably gonna, you're probably going to have to get that one for yeah. sure. All right, well, want to get into our shows? Let's do it. All right, so we started off at Santino Bros Wrestling today. That at, was, the, at the Ukrainian Culture Center. Yep, Ukrainian Culture Center. Yeah. Very cool venue. Yeah, it was awesome. And um, the parking was good. Parking was good. We literally parked right down, right on the street, right yeah. up the, right up the street from getting in. Uh, literally walked in. Couldn't have been easier to get in. We, they had our, uh, we had assigned seats for since we bought uh, front row for that. We had seats right on the end, and they were actually really, they were really good seats. I really, I really liked where we were. We, they, they were so good. We thought we were going to get run over. Yes, multiple on the on the opening. Both, both shows, both shows Bo- there. Yeah, yeah, both shows there. We thought we were going to get run over, and we literally almost did with the very first spot of the show. Yeah, with Kid Bandit and Eli Everfly, they did a spot, and like that guy had to move us, be- or we were literally going to get taken out. You know what's what's weird about that Everfly thing is that does it he sucked. just have a different gimmick in his tag team than he does in his singles? I don't know, but it sucks. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, but Best of luck to you, but yeah. figure out what the hell you're doing. Because <laughs> the... you can't you can't be two different people, man. Yeah, you can't be have a different gimmick in the tag team than you do as a singles guy, yeah. and use the same name. Wear a fucking mask if you're yeah. gonna do that. I don't know. I I didn't. I w- I was. I like Kid Bandit. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing out of this match was the fact that they clearly did the finish. And the referee did not count to three. And, like, literally both of them, Eli Everfly and Kid Bandit, looked at the ref like, are you going to finish the fucking count? (laughs) It was like, one, two, and... It it was bad. And... Everybody everybody went silent because everybody in the crowd was confused. Yeah. Including the wrestlers in the ring. (laughs) <laughs> who both looked at the guy like the hell is happening and a three <laughs> <laughs> like it I, I don't know if, if you if you do watch the show i, I mean it, it 
it's funny to talk about now, but in the moment we both looked at each other like, what the fuck? Is this going to be a relentless wrestling repeat of last night? I mean, luckily it wasn't, but and it, it, was, lo- it, it was, it wasn't, it ended up being a really good show, but it, but like that was, I was afraid that was a tone setter for, for yeah. the morning. I was like, Oh God, here we, we go. instantly got so scared, <laughs> but then they followed it up with, um, uh, a, uh, six way scramble. With uh, Ray Rosas and Big Dick Haas, Big Dick Haas was awesome. Yeah, Um, and they they got in there, man. They got in there and they they did a hell of a match. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and then that was followed up by uh, a match with Tyler Bateman and uh, Raunchy Rico. Yeah, first time I saw Bateman in a long time. He he was uh, I I saw him you know a bunch of times out here when he was doing championship wrestling from Hollywood. He was he was in there, Um, and then he he was in ROH for a while. I don't know what happened. I don't. I, I guess he's not under contract with ROH anymore. So I haven't seen him or heard anything about him in a while. Yeah, I, pretty I good. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the highlight of that match though was Damian Arsenic, who is Raunchy Rico's manager, and this dude came out with a water bottle that had an endless supply of water. That dude. That dude squirted that water bottle about a thousand times in that match. <laughs> He was squirting soapy water on Raunchy Rico, and it it had a nice fragrance. Fragrance, I will it say did. that it did. Because I we got hit a couple times with it, but it uh, it it never ended. As many times as he squirted it, you would have thought that by like Raunchy Raunchy Rico kind of like a uh, like a less experienced Roosh. Yeah, I would say he yeah he was actually pretty cool. I liked yeah. him. Yeah, that that match was really good. But Damian Arsenic was the uh, the water boy. They so. kept yeah, and he got the water boy chant going, and it was it was good. Yep. And then uh, we got into that. We we need to talk about the uh, a fan of the week for this match with fucking okay. DKC. Oh fuck! Dude. It I don't I don't know who this woman was. It's um, probably his mom. It it probably had to be. Nobody loves DKC that much. If it's not his mom, it's creepy. It is, yeah. If it's not his mom, it's creepy. They, there was a, a an older woman that I'm I'm probably I'm pretty certain it was probably his mother, right? And that's, okay, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but if it what's wrong is if it's not his mom, right. then it's weird. Yeah, because he didn't acknowledge her at all, at least during the match itself. Yeah, there was no acknowledgement of this of this woman who was wearing a Karate Kid headband that said DKC on it. And, and she had dojo. Yeah. But he's <laughs> basically wearing a gi. Yeah. And screaming for him the entire time and screaming for his tag team partner. Um, and then it was a lot. She was a lot. Yeah. It made me want this match to end again. And if that's your mom, it's okay. Right. I- I'm not saying your mom is a lot, but if that's just some crazy ass fan from down the block, that person is a lot. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, um, DKC's tag team partner is pretty good. I think what was that guy's name? Cam Cam uh, uh, Cam Gates. Cam Gates. Okay, that was um, he was. I thought he was him and Dom Kubrick were. Was Kubrick the guy with the? Uh, yeah, yeah, not not Riley. Not Riley. Okay, yeah, yes. the two guys I liked were Gates and and the and Kubrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them both. Um, DKC, you know, not for me, man. Yeah, not for yeah, me. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to bury the guy for no reason, but you know, it's just it's just not not my thing. Yeah, uh, and then 
the next match was a big or bad dude Tito. I love bad dude Tito, man. Dude, that's the first time I ever saw him. In I'm a all match. in on T- all, TMDK, dude. I'm all in. Like I thought about this today. Whenever we went to, the, we saw that, and then we saw the the New Japan show, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm all in because I really like all those guys. Everybody in that faction is awesome. They're all fantastic. Yeah, Bad Dude Tito is awesome. Bad Dude Tito is awesome. He faced uh, Matt Vandergriff, who we saw at both shows last night. Yeah. Uh, Vandergriff had he had a little bit of a, he had a he, bad spill. He had a bad spill, but they recovered. And he seemed like he was. He was. He walked outside right behind us. Yeah. After the show, and he seemed like he was fine. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. We were just worried if he had hurt himself. Yeah. But because uh, he hurt his like shin, I think, when he came off the top. Yeah. He like fell off the top off off the rope. Right. Maybe don't wear Vans in the ring whenever you're a yeah, professional wrestler. Yeah, Vans have no traction to be in the ring. Yeah. But he looked good, though. He had a yeah. good match other than that. Every match that we've seen, he's, he stood out. Yeah, he was three for three other than that botch. I mean, yeah. that, he was, and, and you know, luckily nobody else got hurt, you know, doing that. But hopefully that guy's okay because he laid, he was holding his shin there for a little bit mm-hmm. on, on the mat. And they were kind of buying him time, you know, yeah, to, 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 to make get. sure. Yeah. But then, out, like I said, after the show was over, he walked out right behind us. He seemed like he was completely fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we had a uh, Delilah Doom, who was part of that that um, Richard Simmons yeah. uh, fly. Better as a singles. Better as a singles. She definitely has her own gimmick that is really good. She by should herself. just keep it by herself. Just yeah. keep it by herself. She doesn't need to be in Let there. Let the fly the... guy be the fly guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it was against uh, Heather Monroe and Johnny Robbie. I think I like Monroe better last night, but yeah, Monroe um, was better last night. She's she's still good. Yeah, you know, I thought all three of them were pretty good. Yeah, the only thing that was bad about this match was Johnny Robbie's gear. She might have made her own gear. She might have made her own gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm a big gear guy, as you know. We're, we're yes, <laughs> we're be, we're big on the gear. You we always you always talk about the gear. Delilah Doom's gear was good. Delilah Heather Doom. Monroe's gear is good. Yeah. Other girls' gear, maybe, maybe hire somebody to make you some gear. Yeah, just yeah. You got talent, but you gotta you gotta you gotta look the part. You gotta look the part. Uh, and then then, Chi Cabrera came out. Awesome. With uh, Damian Arsenic again, a water boy, and uh, he had a match with Willie Mack. Yeah, both and those guys are great. That match was really, really good. Jacob Ray, I had no idea who the hell that guy was until today. That guy's awesome. Yeah, no idea who he was, but he Big, was Big, strong awesome. son of a bitch, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he, lo- he looks the part. Looks the part, he's acted the part. looks confident in what he's doing. He throws people around. Even yes. Willie Mack is a big dude. Yeah. Throwing him around. And I was like, this guy's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. All in on Chica Brera. I don't know how old he is. I mean, what was cool about that whole Santino Brothers thing, too, was that, you know, a lot of those guys are, are from that from that academy. Yeah. They work. They from the. They're from the, the the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. Yeah, and that, that's pretty impressive. Right. You know, a lot of the people that were working that show, and, and like there was nobody. There really wasn't anybody on that show that wasn't good. Yeah. Everybody was pretty good. They did very well. It was very. It was a very well done show. It and looked... obviously, you you don't know what you're getting yourself into when you go to an indie show. You right. know, what I mean, like there's. It's usually like it was last night, where you've got John Morrison, mm-hmm. right, who's a 30-year vet who wrestled all over the world, you know, for the biggest promotion in the history of the planet. And then you've got people on the card who have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't like that today. It wasn't. It was It was such a very, it was a very well-done show. It was organized. It flowed well. And I really enjoyed it. 
Yeah. Minus the count, the three count in the first yeah. match. That I'm going to have to figure out kind of when they run shows because if I can catch one, I'll, I'm I'm more I'd, I'd like to go to the more Santino Brothers stuff. They're, it's it's a good show. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, and then uh, after Santino Bros, we went uh, we went oh, to lunch. We, oh, you, we forgot to talk about Ponytail Patterson. Oh my! Because it ties gosh. into Che Che Cabrera. So during the main event, let me let me say this real quick. Let me preface this real quick. We're not trying to bury a guy. Yes. Okay? Look, if you're a wrestling fan, dude, go to as many shows as you want to go to. Yes. Hang out all day. No big deal. Don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. When you go to a show. That's yes. it. That's it. That's the only rule, man. He just makes me feel uncomfortable. The dude got in George's face last night for no reason before yeah. that show. The first thing that the first thing that happened when we got into that pandemonium show. We weren't even settled in, dude. Yeah. We were we were just backing up to the railing, and that dude gets in George's face and starts shit. Yeah. Like, that's the first experience we had with this fucking idiot. Yeah. So then, whatever. You know, he's, we know he's an idiot. So be it, right? Correct. Then today, who do we see again? We see Ponytail Patterson again this morning. <laughs> you know, first thing, Santino Brothers show. And what does he do? He's a fucking jerk off to Che Cabrera. Yeah. Calling him a bitch. In his face, yeah, get, dude. Come on, man. What are we doing? Yeah, that's like, not okay, dude. No, like we get that, like you're into it and all that, but the way he just would walk around the building and it just made me feel—he would walk up next to the wrestlers and talk shit. Yes, it's not. It's not okay. Yeah, no, you're not supposed to be a part of the act. You're not a part of the show, dude. You're not a part of the show, dude. You're just. You're just there. We need to talk oh. about the other the other elephant in the room. Which is what? The rats. <laughs> there were rats in the room. <laughs> there's there's ring rats there's hanging ring, out. There's ring rats. There are ring rats. And they've been to every single damn show we've been to, and we can't escape them. We finally ditched them. We finally tonight. ditched them at the For the Culture show. <laughs> we had to go to a midnight show to ditch the rats. We've seen so many of the same people. Yeah. Uh, eye patch guy. Eye patch guy. Eye patch guy's okay. He's a good. He seems like he's a pretty good dude. Yes, eye patch guy is awesome. He yeah. got twerked on last night, didn't <laughs> by, he? By who? Uh, it was today. It was today. It was. It was Willie Mac, I think, today. Yeah. Sat on his lap. Oh yeah. T- yeah. Yes. Willie Mac. Yeah. During the main event of the Santino Brothers show. Yeah. Uh, Willie Mac sat on him. I got. I got him mixed up with. Um, she because um in the same spot during the for the culture, um Faye Jackson twerked on. The person sitting in eye patch guy's seat. Okay. So that's where I got confused. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, um, so eye patch guy is awesome because we talked to him. We did. During, yes. During the relentless show. Last night. Yeah. And so eye patch guy is awesome. And we saw him at the uh, New Japan show. Yeah. Yeah. And so, which is totally fine, but. Um, these rats that are hanging out ringside, <laughs> they're doing too much it's and they're much. too obvious of what they're trying to do. Oh God. And they were ratting around. They're ratting. <laughs> they are ratting. That's all we're going to say. I thought there was no chance in hell. We weren't going to run into them at that, at that show tonight. It's the worst part is they're always sitting adjacent to us. <laughs> Why are they so close? I told you. 
It's it's just it's like that like that be a man thing on, on Instagram like the dude that runs the the guy from Boston yeah where it's like uh, hey you know see the t- see the same two women at twenty four wrestling shows in three days <laughs> and keep making eye contact but never never acknowledge their existence. I don't even want to be make a man. Eye- I don't want to make <laughs> eye contact with them. I just want them to go away. Oh God! It's like they're following us. Oh, well, we ditched them. We had to, we had to go to a midnight show to ditch the ditch Thank the rats. God, I was so sick and tired of everywhere we went. They were literally right there. They were at the New Japan show, so I don't know what happened. Maybe maybe they went home with Kushida, and uh, <laughs> maybe one of those rats is riding Kushida right now. And pretty soon he's gonna look at his he's gonna look at his fake watch on his wrist and say, "Look what time it is. It's time for you to get the hell out of here." And they're gonna go, Yoshida, that's not a real watch. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my hotel room. Oh they're so bad. Oh yeah, good times. But uh the um ponytail Patterson, his wife, I don't know who it is. Yeah. She she showed up again. We're talking. We're gonna. We're this is our fan of the week segment. Oh yeah, fan yeah, of the days. Yeah. Um, she showed up at that New Japan show, changed clothes midway through again. She did, and then changed back into what she was into originally when we saw her. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, was holding up a different T-shirt. Yeah, Kenta shirt. Where where is she stashing all these shirts? <laughs> she came in that fucking dress. Yeah. I looked up there. She was wearing well. She, the only reason we figured out she was there was because she had rings on her hands and she was banging on the railing oh my on the balcony. Oh my God. And we're like, "Where the fuck is that clanking noise coming from?" <laughs> and we look up and it's fucking her. <laughs> we can't escape these people. And then she was hanging a Kenta shirt over the railing like he was going to acknowledge her. Apparently, yeah. Guess what didn't happen? He didn't acknowledge her. <laughs> oh my God. Uh... Fan of the day might be Impact Guy. Oh my gosh! Impact, Impact guy, guy was clapping louder than I've ever heard a human clap directly into my right ear, and I wanted to punch him in the fucking balls so hard because I'm I was sitting down. And he kept standing there. He, he, I, he was supposed to be sitting three rows behind me. Yeah, this dude would just walk up next to me and he clap would go him the, and clap him the whole ear. way to the railing. Oh, I've never seen a human being so 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 invested in, in Impact Wrestling. He knew the words to all the songs. Yes, he had an Impact Wrestling shirt on, and then as soon as like they came on, he's like, he was screaming for Impact. Everybody, baby face or heel doesn't baby matter. Baby face or heel, he knew everybody's music <laughs> word for word. Word for word, and he would run up to the railing. Oh my! I've never seen anyone love Impact Wrestling as much as him. He was having the time of his life. Oh, good hats off to him. I mean, right. so be it. Like, right. Next time, just don't clap into my fucking ear. <laughs> yeah, his his claps were so loud, yeah, and he it, was screaming. It, well, I didn't I didn't really mind the screaming. It's the fucking clapping yeah. because it's it's like gonna rupture my fucking eardrum. <laughs> it was it was so fucking loud. I can't even express to you how loud of a clap it was. It was like his his hands were. Like full time clammy, <laughs> and like they just they 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 had that snap. If you know somebody has a loud ass clap, his, his amplify that to ten, and that's what this guy's was. Yeah, that guy was killing me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we ended up going to uh for lunch. 
at the El Capitan. One more thing about okay. Santino Brothers. Yes. Uh, Dominic Arsenic, is that his name? Yes. With, his, with the bar of soap. Damien, Damien Arsenic. Damien Arsenic with, with the bar of soap. Okay, so Damien Arsenic comes out, and he starts cutting a promo, and he pulls out a bar of soap from his coat jacket and reminded all of us wrestling fans that we need to wear use soap this week and then handed <laughs> the soap to somebody in the front row. Yeah. And then went to the other side of the ring and picked out the best part is that he picked out like the fattest people he possibly could of <laughs> and then he handed the other guy a thing of deodorant. Oh my god. It was I so was funny. I wanted them to throw it back in the ring. Oh god. He was so good. Yeah. That I I'm, I really want to put over Santino Brothers, man. That was such a good show. That was awesome. It was such a great start to the day. It really was. Because we left and we were ready for the rest of the day. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So then we hightailed it over to El Compadre um, to get Mexican food, and we were over there at the one um, right 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 below Dodger Stadium, right there at the bottom of the hill mm-hmm. uh, on Sunset. So that I, I had never been to that one before. Um, you know, pretty similar inside, you know, but the the food. Unbelievable, dude. It was so good. It was so good. So we ended up walking in right into a uh, um, a Dodgers opening day party. Yeah, we had no idea. We had no idea. I, I thought opening I day thought, was tomorrow, dude. I thought opening day, yeah, I thought opening day was tomorrow, too. Yeah, so so we get up to the up to the uh, the front door, and there's two bouncers there. And there's yeah. music blaring super loud, right? Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, there's a, there's a cover. And I'm like, what the, what are you talking about? There's a cover, right? <laughs> Do we just it, want some Mexican food? That's it. And then, but then the guy, the guys were totally cool, and they were like, "No, it's it's five bucks. It's a it's the opening day party. They only have it once a year. You guys got here at the right time because there's going to be a million Dodgers fans here in like 15 minutes, right? Yeah. And we're like, okay, so we just pay the five bucks and we go in. Margaritas were unbelievable. The margarita the, didn't the, even taste like there was alcohol in dude, it. Dude, the carnitas plate is top notch. It was Chef's so kiss. So good. So good. Oh, and that so place good. was just. Pouring with Dodgers fans, dude. Everybody yeah. started coming in right after us. They packed the whole place. People are doing karaoke. They're doing trivia games. Everybody's drinking, having a great time. There's baseball on the screen. People are loud. It felt like it, it was great. Yeah. It was a really great. Ended up ended up being a really cool experience. It was. Except for the fact that I actually despise the Dodgers. But <laughs> um, but other, but like that was cool to like see like because when you're a fan of somebody else and then you see how like other fans are, that's a cool experience, I yeah, feel like. Yeah. See how other people do it. Yeah, that was awesome. And then we we left there and went uh, straight down to the straight down to the Globe Theater, which I had never been to. That was right right in downtown LA. The Globe Theater's it's redone. They, it's awesome. Great it, great spot. It is awesome. The that's very well uh the the thing that I really enjoyed about um Russell or, or the whole WrestleCon experience today was that it was very well organized, and everything was labeled where the seats were, except for it's 2023, and people still don't know how to read their ticket and, and re- figure out where to go it's in an arena. embarrassing. It literally, like, they had, like, because they had a north side, a south side, and the east and the west. Like, they had the directions. Clearly defined. Clearly defined directions. <laughs> you could, all you had to do was look at the ring. You could, they literally had it labeled, and people can't figure it out. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's, it's, it gives me anxiety. Yeah, because, because there's I, I people just stand. wandering in front of you. I can't stand when there's people standing there and they're like, Do, am I, "Are you in my seat?" And they're just and there's a there's like a, t- a ten minute conversation. Yeah, like it in like all around us. There's people trying to figure out where they're gonna sit. Like, dude, right. what does your ticket say, bro? Yeah, row three, seat four. That's your seat. 
Yeah. If there's somebody in it and you can prove that, then you tell them or you go get the usher, dude. Yeah. How hard is this? It's not hard. But oh people God. can people made that so hard. And then that woman in front of you for the for the impact for the impact show starts like arguing about the row number. Row. Because somebody asked us what row we're in and we said like we're row four because it was where we sat in the northeast section, which had less it was a triangle section. In the corner. In, in the, it was a corner section. So it didn't have as many rows. So there was only rows three, four, and five. And we were clearly in row four. And she was like, well, no, I'm in row two. And I was like, we have three rows oh my God. of seats that are all aligned with rows five, four, and three. So stupid. So we just let her believe whatever. And she got a Podsky sticker under her seat. So, <laughs> and Which she did pick up. That's good. So she better fucking use it if she's listening to this. That's funny. But um, yeah, that place is awesome, man. I, it was I, awesome. I, that, I mean, that, they, I mean, that. you literally had to travel to the bowels of the arena to take a piss. Yeah, that was about the only thing. And the saloon that, doors that, were that really production, annoying. that production for that, the production was awesome, dude. The production was phenomenal. It was so good. I can't. This, I really want to stress. If you're listening to this podcast and you did not watch the Mark Hitch- Hitchcock show. Go to High Spots TV and order that show because that might be one of the best indie shows. It's better than what even big promotions put on. Sure. It was so good. And that main event was absolutely bonkers. I mean, the only the only issue I had with the whole thing, well, I guess there may be one and a half issues, was uh, the half issue was the fact I thought that chair was going to snap. Oh yeah, the for chairs whatever, were a little for whatever weak. reason. Like whenever you sit, there's a lot of give, and it's like, oh god, am I gonna you know break in this damn chair right here right now and look like an idiot, mm-hmm. like a like a Three Stooges bit on the floor, like <laughs> wailing around like a moron. Yeah. Um, but that I mean everything was fine. There was no nothing happened. But then um, the only other thing that I took issue with, and and look, I, I don't know if you can control this or not, but like, dude. I've never smelled so much weed in my life than we've, I did today. We've smelled so much All weed. All day today, dude. In the last 48 hours, like, you can't escape it. Yeah. Which I don't, I mean, I'm not, like, against it. I'm not either. But, like, it's it's, it's just, it's, it's everywhere. All, all day. In the building, and it doesn't escape. Like, yeah. it's just, all, you're just smelling skunk. You're just smelling skank all day. Yeah. And... Uh, the only other thing that I had an issue with this show is that the people in front of me had heads the size of fucking watermelons. <laughs> and and the dude would put his arm around his girl and they had their heads leaning in. So it was like sticking two watermelons in front of my face and I couldn't see shit. God. And then that poor fellow behind us who was in a wheelchair, he couldn't see. He couldn't see Nothing. past us. Nothing. Couldn't see anything. So I have no idea. Like it was the handicap spot. I don't know why they put that seat there. I don't know either. Because I couldn't guy, see shit, and I know he couldn't see shit that either. That guy couldn't have seen anything. Yeah. That whole show. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the really the things I really want to put over here is that uh, Brian Keith and Kenta versus uh, Christopher Daniels and Tom Lawler match. Yeah. Christopher Daniels came out in the Tom Lawler jorts. That was so awesome. It was so awesome. That was my first exposure to Brian Keith today. Yeah. He is a fantastic wrestler. Love him. Yeah. Shamrock. Um, oh, shit. Forgot. Yeah. We the saw, world's most we, dangerous man came we out. We saw Mick Foley. Oh, that's he, right. Yeah. Mick Foley came out to start the show. Yeah. 
he was awesome, like as as you would pr- assume and predict. So it was really cool to see Foley. Yeah, literally walked right past us there, and then um, then we got Ken Shamrock. He became the special enforcer of that Brian Keith and Kenta match. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. It yeah. was so well done. Um, so was, so those were the two big surprises of the show that we got to see. Uh, wasn't was I didn't have Mick Foley and Shamrock on my bingo card today. No, I didn't either. Absolutely not. Um. But it was cool. We got to see Ultimo Dragon. You have a cool Ultimo Ultimo Dragon experience. Yeah, they. I, I, we we sat down they, for for whatever reason. I you know I, I expected there to be a lot more merch being sold yeah. at these shows, but there just isn't for some reason. But yeah. um, um, when we sat down, I think you pointed out that there was a, somebody selling Ultimo Dragon stuff on the actual ring. Yeah, like on the side of the ring. So I walked over, um, and I ended up buying like this uh. This little like coin purse that is Ultimo Dragon's mask. Yeah, that you can cool. hang from like your rearview mirror, right? Yeah, which is pretty awesome. But what's th- the stupid thing with me is I'm talking to this girl who doesn't speak that much English, who's you know talking about how I can pay and everything. Yeah, and we're t- and I have my head down in my phone. I'm trying to figure out how to pay her, right? Yeah, and um, um, I finally do. But by the time I get done, I I somebody's telling me thank you, and it's not the it's not the girl, right? And I kind of just look out of the corner of my eye real quick. It, for whatever reason, didn't register that Ultimo Dragon was standing right next to me telling me thank you. <laughs> and I just went, yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, okay, cool. And I walked back off. to the seat, and you had a look on your face like, what the fuck are you doing? It was Ultimo Dragon's talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I, I didn't end up talk, I didn't end up talking to him. You just buried all my dragon so, in his face. So then by the time I he's got, he's probably like, "Why did you buy my merch if you hate?" You me? know how stupid this is, dude. I saw that guy wearing a mask <laughs> in the corner of my eye, and it still didn't register in my brain that that was all about dragon. I'm, what an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, I'll never meet that guy again. Yeah. By the time I sat down, it was already like, if I walk up there right now, I'm going to look like even more of an asshole. So I can't go talk to him anymore. Yeah. But then there was a million people talking to him by, at that point. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we can't always be perfect. But I did give him my money. I gave him yeah. I gave him 20 bucks. Yeah, so there yeah, it is. Yeah, got, you got your money. Yeah. That match was good. Him the and Nego Cassis was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, and then we got our first exposure to the, the Joshi Pro stuff, yeah. which we'll see in the morning. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, not in the well, yeah, very soon. In a couple, uh, about, about 30 the, minutes. We're going to. Yeah. Um, but I had no idea what to expect with that man. But they I had no idea what to expect. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. they did a pretty good job. Um, and then we had uh, the, the speedball match. Speedball match was was pretty good. There was no hangups or anything like that. He ate the pin, but um, I thought that match was okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to the United Empire uh, time machine match, which was a really really good, uh, very well done tag match. I really enjoyed that one. And uh, then, then the, the main event, the this this triple threat. Uh, if you have never seen a Vikingo match, this might be the one to see, because this guy, I've never seen more athleticism, and just acrobatics and flying. I've never seen the stuff that he's that he did today in a ring. And the thing with him, him and Commander is his balance is unbelievable. That guy, yeah. But, and those ropes were not tight. No, that's one thing we said. We've said both days is that every ring that we've seen, those ropes are not very tight. I can't believe those guys were doing what they were doing, and those ropes weren't weren't that tight. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Like they like 
this I can't put this match over. It's it's a match of the year candidate. I mean, the, the two of them and Black Tarus, dude, they were awesome. Dude, man. Black Tarus was awesome. He's great. He's he's so physical and, and just like he's really quick. He's really powerful. He's really physical. He throws people all over the place. He takes crazy dives on his own. Like everything with him is awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I can't I can't put that show over enough. But. We have interesting stories about the post match. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple of stories the, actually. The post show. Yeah. So we're leaving the building because we have to leave the building to go back in for New Japan. Or, yeah, the New Japan show. <laughs> you good? Yeah. We're gonna leave that in there. All right, sure. I just dropped my laptop, so we're leaving. <laughs> we're leaving it in there. You still recording? Yep. Okay. Yeah, um, we 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 had to leave the we had, they cleared the whole arena out so the people could get back in line. Right. So we're as we're walking out, I can feel somebody right on my neck who's just saying, "Come on, man, just keep her going and keep her going, man. Get on through there." I turn around and it's fucking Scorpio Sky. You were annoyed enough to turn around and be I like, turn who around the fuck and who's talking fuck to is me? this person?" And I turn around, <laughs> pissed off face. It's Scorpio Sky. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's so funny, dude. So funny. He's in a cardigan. <laughs> I was like, because like the person is so close, I could feel the breath on my neck. <laughs> my God. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, that was right behind you. And I ended up walking. Just, you made friends with Mike Davis. I just, I just Mark Davis. Coincidentally, ended up just walking right next to Mark Davis. And I kind of like me and this person are walking side by side, and I kind of just look out of the corner of my eye, and it's Mark Davis of Aussie <laughs> so, Open in his gear, in sweaty. his gear, like sweaty. Yeah, and, and then who was literally in front of me, his tag team partner Kyle. Yeah, yeah, had a box of shirts, and who was just gonna throw them on the street for people to pick <laughs> up? He literally said, "I don't want to sell these people. Please take them." Oh my god! So Davis, I, I I ended up telling him, "Hey, you know, great match as always, you know." And he was like, "Oh, you know, thanks, man." Like he, he said something like, "Where are you from?" or whatever. And and I, I told him something, and then we ended up talking for you know, twenty seconds or whatever. And I and we talked about the New Japan Cup or whatever. But you know, that's it. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Just be nice to people. That's all you gotta do, man. When you're when you're a wrestler, and you're around people like that, just just or you're a fan, you know, just be a normal human being. Yeah. Don't be. Don't breathe down people's. necks. Don't breathe down people's necks. And tell people to hurry up and the get away. The worst part is that I un- I knew he wasn't that- even on the fucking card. He hasn't been re- he hasn't wrestled in in six <laughs> what months. What the hell hurry is he in? Well, I was just like, what the hell? I because I heard I knew the voice and it was so deep and I was like, what is going on? And I turned around, Scorpio Sky. That's so funny. But then um, the kind of the highlight before we went right into that other show. Actually, I've got one thing before that. So um, you I think you were on the phone. I was when this happened. Um. A guy starts walking up the street selling cologne. I did see that guy. And out the corner I mean, of my eye. The, funny, the funniest thing about that, like hats off to that guy, man. I'm all about the side hustle, right? But, you know, it, trying to sell cologne to the wrestling fans who don't even use soap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wrestling fans don't even wash their bodies, dude. Like, you're not going to sell cologne to a bunch of wrestling fans. So hats off to that guy for trying to make a buck doing that stuff. Yeah. And then, so we're waiting. I did see that guy. That that made me laugh. Um, as we're standing there, they just scanned our tickets for us to go in the building. And 
we just see like a white SUV pull up right in the turning lane, just yelling, yeah, WrestleMania, yeah. yeah! <laughs> and it's Sammy fucking Zayn. Put the window down, start screaming. Put the window down, just start screaming at all of us in line. <laughs> and it was Sammy Zayn. And people start running, running out the street. The car, to yeah, the people car. ran out in the street, almost got hit by other cars yeah. just to get a selfie with them. And, and he's screaming and he's being screaming a back maniac. and having a good time. <laughs> it was awesome. That that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, but yeah, then we went in for the uh, in uh, New Japan Impact show, and that's where we got our first taste of uh, Impact Man. And I thought this was another sh- solid show. I I, I still want to say that my favorite show of the day was the. Hitchcock show. Sure. Um, but this one was it comes in right close after. Uh, but we finally got to see uh Yuya y- Uemura. Yeah, because last night when he was at that in that in that uh he won that uh I don't know if it was a like a uh, six man or something. Something like that, a four-way yeah. Four way match or whatever, but he didn't do that much in the match. Right. But today he got a singles match in the in the on the pre show. Yes. I guess Gabe Kidd was also pretty good. Um, so, um, yeah, it was, it was great to see those guys. I remember when those guys were, were young lions a couple of years ago, you know, before they went out kind of in doing their, doing their stuff. But, but yeah, Yuya Moore is pretty good. Yeah, he is. He is pretty good. He looks, kind of looks like Tanahashi a little bit. Yeah. Like a little a young, bit. Like yeah. A young like Tanahashi. the hair. Yeah. He has that Tanahashi hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that that guy's got, he's got something. There's a reason he's over here right now. Sure. Uh, and then they did a X Division Championship uh, six-way scramble. That was the first um, match of the night for them. I think this might be match of the night of the show because this thing was insane. Who were who were the people who were the runner? Uh, Trey Miguel, Rich Swan, Frankie Kazarian, Rocky Romero, Clark Connors, and Kevin Knight. Yeah, all great. It it was fantastic. Yeah, I love me some Kevin Knight, dude. Dude, Kevin Knight. Kevin Knight and he's my favorite guy. Brian Keith from that awesome. LA dojo man is like like far and away. Yeah, and we ended up seeing Knight at the next show then for for, for the culture. Yeah, an hour later, so which was I I, I I'm not complaining at all. Yeah. Uh, then we had an eight man um, interpromotional tag team match, which could they could have absolutely not done this match. I would not have cared. That was the one with Eddie Edwards oh, and Jesus. and Joe yeah. Hendry and J.R. Kratos. And this this is where Impact Man made his big debut oh, of God. knowing every single word to every single song. The only good thing about that match is we got all the, the shit bags out of the way quick. We got all the shit bags in one match and it ended quickly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it ended quickly, but it, it, it ended. Sammy Callahan looks like... He looks like he... Amish. Do you remember the roadkill guy from ECW? The yes. Amish guy? Yeah. He looks like that guy repackaged in a, like a metal gimmick. He looks like he's been sucking on an air hose. <laughs> that dude is that dude is fucking bloated. Yeah. What happened to him? I have no idea. He looks like two Sammy Callahans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on with that dude. He looks like a Sammy and a Callahan. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Eddie Edwards. I don't know why that guy's under contract either. I I don't I don't get it, dude. Don't get it. I don't know. PCO wanted to literally kill himself. He did. How is that guy alive? He did two moonsaults and then he did another dive. I don't know how that dude's still alive, man. I mean, I don't know. He's been doing wild ass shit for 40 years. I'm not complaining about him doing that stuff, but it was just crazy to see it actually in person. Yeah. Um, But yeah, really nothing to say about that match, really. I was just kind of glad that it was over. Uh, But then we got Moose and Jeff Cobb. 
That was a that was a Hoss fight. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And Jeff Cobb might be one of the strongest humans on the planet. He picked him up. He picked him up so many times, like from the mat. Moose is enormous. Yeah, I mean that 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 Moose God. is a big dude. Unbelievable, Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and that was kind of cool. We were saying like, how do you go from wrestling Kenny Omega? The Last night, night. like yeah. literally the night before to come to LA and then wrestle Moose the next day. Yeah, like, that's exactly. I mean, it just, and both matches were good. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and then we had uh, a, a, a women's four way for a shot to face uh, Mickey James, which um, <laughs> this is uh, Impact Man knew every single word to Mickey James's theme song and he he belted it all out. <laughs> he ran up to the guardrail. And he took a his his spot at the guardrail to sing that song. He was awesome. I don't think I saw too much of that match because I that was when I ran over to get drinks and I was in that line for freaking twenty minutes. Yeah, people did not move. I had to take a piss and I had to put a shoulder in a guy's chest to get him to move. Good lord. Which I don't understand. We were in, there. There wasn't anything to see. Like it was literally in between. A yeah. Ma- like the match had ended. All I really saw that women's match was just I thought Peraza looked pretty good. And I, I only saw a, a thirty seconds of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was Masha Slamovich, Deanna Perrazzo, Giselle Shaw, and um, Miyu Yamashita. Yamashita. Yeah. So uh, that match. I mean, it was. It was there, and I thought that it was. It, I mean, it wasn't bad. Um, and then uh, we had the four way uh, for the tag titles with Chris Bay and Ace Austin, uh, Motor City Machine Guns, Aussie Open, and TMDK. So we that got was great. Yeah. So we got to see Aussie Open for a second time today, and then we got to see Bad Dude Tito for sure, sure, a second time. For a second time, man, I love Shane Haste. I really, I like him a lot. Like they. I think I might have talked about this before, but you know, they they him and Mikey Nichols came into NXT as the Mighty Don't Kneel, which is what TMDK stands for, and then Mikey Nichols got hurt, and they put Shane Thorne at the time in a singles run, mm-hmm. put him in a furry vest, and they buried the shit out of him for no reason. They gave that guy nothing. Super talented guy, yeah. great look, athletic. Mm-hmm. What do we? Why? Why did? Why? why do we do this? Yeah. So and it, but I'm 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 very happy that he's out of there and he's in, in New Japan and he's in a good faction and right. he's in, you know and he's doing his thing so that was that was fun to see that yeah and then we had um, Leo Rush and Kushida which I, is I, real quick about that tag thing too like but because we were talking about them being in the in the in the Bullet Club you know Bay and and, and Ace Austin um, I mean they're I I didn't think that was a good fit in the, in, the, in a Bullet Club mm-hmm. but they're great. Yeah, they, I thought those guys were awesome. Um, the only the only issue that I that I kind of had with that was like, it does feel like there's a disconnect between the factions in Japan and the factions that are here because mm-hmm. you've got like Bad Dude Tito is not on New Japan TV, right? Yeah, and you've got Chris Bay and Ace Austin are not on New Japan TV. Yeah, they could have just had Kenta come right out. He's come literally out, in the building. Dude. Just come out with them to the ring. Yeah, he's literally in the building. There's nothing tying the room together, right? With that, and it, it feels like they're not really a part of it. Yeah, and you've got they've got to do something with that. Because, but Chris Bay and Ace Austin are awesome. Yeah, they're they are awesome. They might be the best thing that's going on in the Bullet Club right now. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and then we got into the uh, Leo Rush and Kushida match, which this kind of felt like the let up spot for. That the, was probably. 
the worst Leo Rush match I've seen in a long time. Yeah, a lot of a lot of nothing. But what's, doing. I think I think a lot of that too is just the fact that Kushida is kind of transitioning more into a submissions guy. Yeah, and it he was eating a lot of clock with submissions in that match. Yeah. And uh, then we got into the strong openweight title, which was Kenta versus Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. And this match was awesome. You know, it's it's interesting about Suzuki because seeing him live was better, I think, than seeing him on TV. Yeah. For whatever reason. I don't know what that was either. It's I almost agree. Like, and I, I was thinking it was it was like the Kings of Leon, dude. Like, I, I, I've gone to several Kings of Leon live shows and thought they were great. I don't like their music. Like if, if <laughs> when my when my wife plays their their songs, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. But when I see them live, I think they're awesome. Yeah. You know, so it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. But yeah, Suzuki was was great. I, I love Kenta, man. Kenta's so good. Kenta is good. Uh it's it, he really played with the crowd a lot with that match too, because someone yelled, Your book sucks. <laughs> and so like there was like a running gimmick throughout the match where everyone yelled at Kenta and said his book sucked and then he he did so well. It was awesome. And that's whenever we saw uh t-shirt changing lady with her Kenta shirt and yeah. banging her rings on the on the railing. There's there there's not very many heels in wrestling right now that are better than that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he did really well. Uh and then we got to the main event which was uh spell speedball and uh versus Tanahashi, yeah. which that was definitely the highlight of I think like if you're thinking about a moment like other than the Hitchcock main event, like this one is it because we got to see Tanahashi. Yeah, and he was great. Speedball was great, but there was, there was a. It, it looked like there was a bad, a bad fall. Yeah, it looked like Speedball nearly killed himself. Yeah, like he snapped the back of his head off the mat from the top rope. Yeah, because he they had him kind of tangled up where he. It was like. If you can imagine it's a hanging tree. upside down, yeah, he, yeah. It was, imagine a tree of woe, but like it didn't. Like he smacked the back of his head on the mat really, really hard. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that this match was good. It was really cool to see Tanahashi uh, get out there and get after it. And then he did a lot of pandering after. So much pandering. He did so much pandering. It was so awesome. Playing air guitar, rolling around on the mat, playing air guitar. And then throwing, people are freaking out, loving every second of it. And then he would have people throw him the air guitar back after he threw it. <laughs> he would he would have people throw the air guitar back to him so that he could restart the song again. <laughs> and he restarted it five times. It was so good. It was it was awesome. Yeah, he was out there talking. He was loving every second of that man. Like everybody went home happy. Yes. Tana got a big win. Yeah. You know, and then and then he played air guitar and. His heart was content. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody was was loving every second of it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. That was probably one of the best moments I've had at a live wrestling show. Was was just Tana just living in the in the in, in the, the moment. moment, dude. Yeah, it was everybody loving every second of it. it. It was cool. Very cool to see. And then to cap off our night, we went back to the U- Ukraine Center and saw GCW's for the culture, which is a all black show that is for it's for the culture so i really like that idea it was really well done it was really well put together uh just like santino bro was so uh, a shout out to gcw for the production value and keeping it up and keeping it on time and i really enjoyed it this show was awesome yeah it started at midnight it was it had a pretty good crowd it did it actually, actually had a really good crowd it did 
it was it was yeah i really 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 enjoyed the show so that that first match of that show was that seven way right yes okay so it was ashton carter versus Keita, who we saw last night twice right we did yeah and then he um that is where i tried to you tried to give him the fist bump and yeah. he didn't give you the fist bump left you hanging yeah that's fuck that guy dude <laughs> <laughs> no he's pretty good um and then judas i don't i don't remember who that was um faye jackson Ashton Starr, Devin Monroe, and Teriyaki. Teriyaki had a couple pretty pretty impressive things in that match. Yeah, and then at one point somebody else came out. I can't remember who it was, but if you watch it on GC, if you watch the pay per view, uh, they clearly I stuck my hand out to get the hand slap, and they didn't, so I slapped my own hand. <laughs> that was great. Um, then the next match after that was Willie Mack and Billy Dixon. You said Billy Dixon was the guy that puts the show together, right? I'm pretty sure Billy Dixon puts the show together. I'm pretty sure. I love Willie Mack. He was awesome. And then he, and then I didn't give him the hand. He was looking for the hand to slap, <laughs> and I didn't give it to him. And then, and then, so I had some really awkward moments tonight. But you get it. <laughs> you got to give it to me because it was midnight, and I, I, I started leaking confidence as a human, <laughs> as, as the. As as the night went on, I just I just felt less and less confident and just in just being human. Um, and then after that, was that the uh, the ten man tag? After that, I think so. I think so. Okay, that so was then, a Survivor Series style tag. Survivor Series style tag. So it looked like okay. So that was AC Mack, Jeffrey John, uh, Joseline Navarro, Lucky Ali, and Suge D uh, versus Shug D. Is it Shug? Yeah, it that's Sh- that's Pineapple Pete. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know, I didn't even realize that. Um. Versus the conglomerate, who was Alpha Zoe and Midas Creed, uh, G G Sharp, um, Kenny King and Maserati. Um, Kenny are, King's pretty good, man. Are me and Kenny King friends? You and Kenny King are friends. Yeah, because that one of those guys jumped out of the ring and almost killed uh, Ponytail <laughs> Patterson. Yes, who was falling asleep in the crowd. Yeah, so we went back to the Ukraine Center where we started our day at eleven o'clock in the morning. Uh, Ponytail Patterson was still there. Yeah, he had been there all day. He had been there all day. Tugging on his shirt. Tugging on his shirt. His his shirt, his T-shirt, has a very, very deep, wide V yeah. in the shirt now because he keeps tugging on it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. I feel like we're bullying him, but at the same rate, he just... He's an asshole. Yeah. Plain and simple. And he just, the way he walked around the ring before the, the match, I felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> I just felt so uncomfortable. Yeah, he... Uh, but he almost got torpedoed. If he if he wouldn't have woken up, he would have gotten torpedoed. He'd be dead, right? He'd he be in be, his body bag. <laughs> yes, he probably would have got a His ponytail would be hanging out of a body bag right now. <laughs> because that guy flew so fast and so far out of the ring, it, like... It, I don't even know how that guy did that. I, I that guy had either. some serious talent. He was jumping all around in that match. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. So then he then then the match went back into the ring, and Kenny King came around the ring, and we were sitting there right there, you know, ringside. What did Kenny King say to you? He said, "Why'd you let that guy jump on me like that?" <laughs> like, how was I supposed to do anything on the other side of the ring? So Baker and Kenny King are, are friends right now. Don't tell Cornette because Cornette will, will be really mad at us. Yeah, if well, he knows, if he knows we, we're friendly with Kenny King. Well, we stuck up for him yesterday with Ponytail Patterson, and yeah. then we became friends with Kenny King right after. Yeah, yeah. We might have turned heel on Corny tonight. We might have. 
And after that, <laughs> after that, I didn't know that was Pineapple Pete, that other guy. Yeah, Shug D is Pineapple Pete. I didn't know that. I'm st- I wish I would have known that. Um, I knew that he looked familiar. I was like, damn it, I know who that guy is. He didn't have the fro anymore. That's what it was. Yeah. He didn't. He usually has the fro with the um, with the bandana. Yeah. He didn't have it. That's yeah. why. That's why it threw us off. Why we. Why we didn't realize. Because as soon as you said Shook D, I was like, that's who exactly who that is. Yeah. So then after that, we had two cool Scorpio and Brian Keith, right? Yeah. And uh, this is the most awkward moment I think I've ever had as a as a <laughs> as a white human. And because two cool Scorpio was looking to dance with somebody ringside and i just slowly turned my body away from him because <laughs> i didn't know what to do and um he wanted to dance with you he wanted to dance with somebody and the guy beside me ended up trying to and well he didn't really try but he didn't want to do it and then i didn't want to do it so too cold was stuck between two whites <laughs> that didn't want to dance he what, what made me what made me so like Oh my God! I'm 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 gonna I'm out of my league here. Is the fact that he danced with all these people coming around the ring, and it looked very well because they knew the dance that he was doing. And then I like I quickly realized I can't do that. Yeah, that was and, funny. <laughs> Two cool Scorpio's boots. I think he rented from a museum, or found in an archaeological dig. Those boots were from like 1928. <laughs> At one point during this match, <laughs> I can't stop laughing about it. He said, Those boots are covered in shit. They've stepped in so much shit and piss. They were not clean. And I popped so hard. <laughs> they were not clean. Because I didn't even take notice to his boots until you were like, that. those boots have stepped in so much piss and shit in their day. Uh, but that match with him and Brian Keith was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really good. And we got to see him do the moonsault. He didn't do the 450. We, we he didn't to, do the 450. We got to see the, the moonsault, moonsault, and he jumped off, and he did like the... I don't know what you call like when a guy jumps off top, like does like a splash off the top rope. But he, he does like a half turn, like a half turn, yeah, yeah and landed on it, which would look really great. It did. And um, that that freaking arm drag was one of the best I've ever seen. Yes, he still got it. He snapped. He snapped Brian Keith. And I thought he tore his arm off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah, it had a good snap to it. So then, the, then the um the main event from that show um was Trisha Dora, who who was a champion of something I don't mm. know, I don't know what versus Calvin Tankman, and I've seen Calvin Tankman on MLW killing fuckers, you know, just throwing people around and being super physical. I don't know if it was the the fact that it was two o'clock in the morning at this point, or you know he was in there you or know five with, o'clock in the morning with somebody really a lot smaller than him, you know. Yeah. That, so he didn't want to didn't want to throw around, but. Um, he was a little subdued in that match, but match was fine. Whatever, mm-hmm. it was. It was whatever. Oh, we have to also. Uh, we had, we got to talk about, or we at least have to mention the fact that during that uh, Billy Dixon and um, Willie Mac match, uh, they crushed two doors. And oh then, yeah, that's and right. And then they had, and then it was really funny because Billy hit Willie. Billy hit Willie. <laughs> Like make sure I get it right with a chair, and it sounded like, um, like a, a pillow on SpongeBob. It was like, uh, 
it did nothing. And then he reared back and we all said, like, do it again. Like the crowd was telling him to do it again. He reached back and hit Willie Mack in the back so damn hard. Yeah. Uh, it was something. Yeah. We missed the match. The Myron Reed, Man Like the Rice, and Kevin Knight. That triple threat, which uh, was triple awesome. Threat. How did we forget that match? That was our favorite match of the show. Yeah, that match was great, dude. All that three of those guys so are good. awesome. I love I love me some Kevin Knight, as you know. But yes. um Myron Reed's great. Yes. He was another MLW guy that was that was killing killing it in there, you know, for a long time. I don't, I don't know why he's not still there, but um he's great. Jumps yeah. around like a maniac, you know. These it it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. All three I'm, of those guys were great. Absolutely loved that. I thought it was fantastic. Um yeah, I, I really very much enjoyed that the for the culture. It was awesome. Trying to see if I have anything else here in uh that's it. That's all I, that's all the notes. Oh, that guy got thrown out for grabbing a security guard's ass. Oh yeah, we forgot that. That was right beside us. Yeah. What is happening? Why are why are we attracting so much attention? Dude, I don't know. But that some Because we're not acting like assholes, I don't feel feel like. We're not. No. We're acting we're, we're sitting there. We're literally acting incredibly mild compared to <laughs> compared what, to what's going on around us. Compared to what's going on around us, like we're actually like sitting down. We're not like acting the dude like was criminals. Grabbing and... The security guard's ass. Yeah. And so then finally, the, guy, the security guard guy, like, I remember he turned around and yelled at him. Yeah. And then the guy, like, gave him, like, the FU with his arms that, like, up yours. So then somebody else went and got security. And then the guy disappeared. Yeah. Then somebody else went and got security. They all came over. And he was, like, standing behind like, the security guard goodbye. with, like, his fist, his fist clenched. Like, he was going to jump him. And then the guy disappeared. Dude, and then all know. of a sudden he reappeared and security got him and threw him out. Jesus, man. I, I mean, I don't know. It I, was really weird to see Brett Lauderdale walk right down in front of you. Like, he literally walked ringside to go talk to that yeah, he's security right over to him, yeah. So. Crazy. Yeah. Nope. I mean, what Brett the, just looks dude, like a regular dude. Yeah. You, could, you would have never thought. He, he was, looks like he literally walked out of Shimsbury High School yesterday. Yeah. He looked like somebody that was, like, on the ring crew. Mm-hmm. Just some guy that should have been carrying a broom. Yeah, that was about that was about it. Yeah, but that I mean that was excellent nightcap. Excellent was, nightcap. Yeah, excellent nightcap for the culture was awesome. Um, I today's shows were significantly better than yesterday's. Yeah. Not saying the pandemonium was bad because we like pandemonium, uh, but relentless was just not good. Yeah. Um. And and we want to give them a little bit of a pass since it was their not home base and first time ever running a show outside of home base is sure, kind of what it sure. felt like too. So, um, we're we're gonna give them the pass. But I I very much enjoyed every single thing that we saw today. Yeah. And you know the only sad thing to report is that we will not be going to Russell Crow Wrestling, but we are going to. So we're only doing two shows tomorrow, and we made a uh, we made a business decision to only do two shows. So that way, when we go to Mania the following day, we hate we we don't want to hate wrestling. We want to enjoy it. Well, we got NXT super early in the morning. And we got NXT super in the morning. So we want to be able to get to bed a little bit early, catch up on the sleep that we are currently missing because it is currently six fifty two good guys time. Yeah, and it's three fifty two bad guys time. <laughs> yeah. But the good thing is we're going to wake up tomorrow and listen to a bunch of Japanese women screaming around the ring. They're, they talk so loud into the mic. <laughs> I mean, it's so loud. It's like you're shoving the microphone into their esophagus. Yeah. That'll be the first thing you hear tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> with, all, with no sleep. 
Oh my! So we're going to the Tokyo Joshi Pro Show. That's at the Globe. That's at the Globe. Okay. And then we're going to the Galen Center uh, out at USC for Ring of Honor. And then we're gonna come. We're gonna come back to the hotel, and we're gonna record. Uh, basically, we're gonna do another show tomorrow, and then we're gonna kind of preview for the big weekend because our indie shows will be done. Yeah, that's true. Um, and we're on to the big main events. We got. Uh, NXT on Saturday morning, and we got WrestleMania Night One, and then we have WrestleMania Night Two uh, Sunday, sure. and then we will cap it off with uh, Raw after Mania on Monday. Yep, yep. So don't forget to uh, download, rate, review, and subscribe. Check us out if you see our stickers around, and you have obviously seen the stickers around if you're listening to this because you scanned the QR code <laughs> to get to the link tree. So thank you for doing so. Uh, and with that, uh, we will catch you next time on The Podski.